0: Decibel Geek Podcast with Aaron Camaro and Chris Sinzak.
1: I can't think of a more rocking way to start the week than right now, because it's time for the Decibel Geek Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Hang on tight. It's about to get bizarro around here, but before it does, I want to let you know I'm Aaron Camaro, and this is Chris Sinzak. How's it going? It's going fantastic, man. I am so excited. Christmas in July is right around the corner. I can't wait.
2: Yeah, we've got this week and then uh, a very special oh, guest man. next week.
1: Yeah, that's not even mentioning what we got going on next week. You guys' minds are going to be blown. Our minds were blown.
2: Yeah, we still can't believe we did it. That was so cool.
1: Uh, if you had ch- heard that music coming in from the show, uh, the beginning of the show, it's an awesome band. you got to check it out. The band's called Crucified Barbara. I know some of you guys know who this is. But for those of you that don't, it's a Stockholm-based all-female quartet founded in 2005. And the clips you've been hearing are from their fourth full-length album called In the Red, and it was released last year. Now, recently finished a North American tour with girls' School, the band did. How cool is that? Girls' school and crucified barber together? It's a good combo. Yeah, a link to their official channels will be in the show notes. You got to check them out. Crucified Barbara, awesome.
2: Yeah, if you, that song there you hear is a uh, pretty kick ass, and you'll hear another one later when we go to a break.
1: Heck yeah, man! We got all kinds of cool stuff coming up for you today.
2: Yeah, and uh before we get going into geeks of the week, I want to mention one thing that we always love to get is iTunes reviews, and you guys didn't let us down this week. We got two of them in this week. Nice. So,
1: That's what I like. So then now you guys hear this week's show, you love it, you give us a couple more, and we'll have some ready for you next week. Absolutely. So what we get this week
2: so this week we got uh the first one is entitled metal and it's by negative rock And it says, awesome podcast. Chris and Aaron are a great team and bring lots of cool different theme shows that keep it interesting. Five stars.
1: Nice. That's why we do these theme shows. They're
2: fun for us, too. Now, that was simple and to the point. Now, the next one gets kind of creative. Okay. I like that. I've been looking forward to reading this. I like
1: it both ways. Right to the point and also creative. So, let's hear it.
2: This one is titled Geek and Destroy. Nice. I I like that. that. That's a t-shirt idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And this is by Ethan Korn, but I happen to know, because anyone else with the last name K-O-R-N has to be Paul Korn, one of our devoted listeners of the show.
1: The one and only.
2: And uh, he says, I've just listened to the latest uh, new wave of traditional heavy metal while working a 12-hour night shift. And I've got to say that the Decibel Geek podcast is my favorite podcast, music based or otherwise. Or otherwise, nice. Watch out, Corolla. We're on your trail. Yeah, here
1: we come, Mark Marin.
2: <laughs> yeah. Listening to the show feels like you're sitting around a campfire fueled by the screaming plastic corpses of Bush cassette singles. <laughs> I love that sound. I remember the cassingle. Yes. I used to buy those. <laughs> uh, shooting the breeze with a couple of pals about what makes heavy metal and hard rock so awesome. Yeah. High school me would have so worn a Decibel Geek patch on my dinner jacket that's high praise thanks guys
1: i love that that's awesome thanks paul that's awesome. yeah super cool i love it
2: i i can't uh can't argue with that that's a great review both of those are great and guys if it means a lot to us and it helps our ranking if you just go into itunes and leave a quick review and uh just say what you like about the show and uh that's how it works
1: yeah and another thing that really helps out too with it when it comes to itunes is subscriptions you know you want you love the decibel geek podcast you never want to miss out it's free to go ahead and do it all the time anytime go ahead and subscribe that way every time we get a new episode coming out and like we said we're going to surprise you one of these days with an extra one and if yeah. you're not subscribed you're going to miss out so don't be that person subscribe on itunes today that's right
2: so um also our other favorite people that we want to talk about are the geeks of the week this week
1: yeah our favorite people
2: these are the people that shared on facebook and retweeted on twitter last week's new wave of traditional heavy metal show that was a fun show to do yeah it was uh, i liked it a lot we got a
1: lot of great response to it
2: exposed a lot of people to some stuff they hadn't heard before
1: including ourselves that's
2: true all right geeks of the week this week are todd cunningham miguel nunez dragons fire yeah Mike Stewart, Dave Shirt, Mo Akram, Steve True, Warren Money, Ryan Sessions, Rob Webb, Robin Bennett, David Alpazar, Mark Alden Taylor, Joe Royland, Sit and Spin with Joe, Richard Rutter, Wayne Cross, Ian Wiley of Rock and Metal Combat Podcast, Andrew Jacobs, Cobras and Fire Podcast, Billy Hardaway, Trevor McDougal, Derek Novak, Wayne Newburn, Chad Pollock, Joe Lascon, Brant Cattell, all over the podcast, David, uh, Dan Chaput, Greg McGlone, Brent Walter, David Glenn, The Rock and Donkey. J Motown drummer, hoops, Colin Francis, David Hudson, podcasts are the best. Toledo Steel shared nice. it. Nice. Elogia shared it. Nice. Striker shared it. Nice. <laughs> Music Mags and Wax, Rock Promo Zone, Dennis Gamez, Lori Brown, Adam Cox, The Mooger Fuger Back With a Vengeance. Sweet. TJ Cullen, Kevin E. Williams, Skullfish shared it nice and the terrence and mark experience
1: i love it man those are our people right there and before we get into this week's episode i just want to give a special shout out to eddie spaghetti man we love you and we're pulling for you we know you're gonna whip this thing and get back to kicking ass like you always do okay so like we said we're doing bizarro covers it's back you wanted it you wanted it so bad it's back it's been a long time but here we go here's my first pick of the day this is
2: awesome you're gonna
1: like this a lot now here is a song that was originally done by the disco band Hot Chocolate. You know yeah. Hot Chocolate?
2: I remember them because Moose told us about I this song. in miracles. Yeah, but Moose referenced the song you are about to play on yeah. his interview with us.
1: That's right. That was that was a long I time think ago. Kissed I missed that guy.
2: Kissed at like a concert with these guys. Really? I think so.
1: Wow. From God of Thunder to You Sexy Thing. (laughs) But the band, we're not playing no disco today. The band I'm talking about is the London Choir Boys. If you're in the United States, that's what they were called. Everywhere else, I think they were just known as the Choir Boys. Uh, They're basically, they're kind of known as uh, the UK's Poison. You know, what Poison was here to there to the UK. Maybe LA Guns, because they've had such a revolving cast of members over the years. Uh, Former members include Jason Bonham and Ginger of the Wild Hearts. Really? Yeah, this album that this one comes out off of came out in 1993, a, a album called Bittersweet and Twisted, which was produced in collaboration with Bob Rock and Stone's producer, Chris Kimsey. Did you Bob know? Rock
2: not produce anything during this period? I Jesus. don't know.
1: He's everywhere. So this is a great band, a great cover. I love this song. I actually like the original, but this one's 10 times better. So here's the choir, boys. It's bizarro, all right. And this is a tune called Brother Louie. Brother Louie.
2: That's far out, huh? I like it. It was a '90s Woo. twist on a '70s disco tune.
1: I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, you know, with the Choir Boys, they've they've come out with twelve studio albums over the years. They've had out four since 2013. Wow. Four albums, including St. Cecilia and the Gypsy Soul, which came out this past March. And they've had a major revival in Europe, and they're setting sail with the Monsters of Rock Cruise West in the fall.
2: I've got catching up to do with them.
1: Yeah, man. Good stuff. Yeah, all them albums in the last couple of years.
2: No, oh, I do remember the the original version was used in uh, Louis C.K.'s television show on. Oh yeah, uh, that's on, right. Uh, I think it's on FX. That's a funny I, show. I, I like that. I, I watch it on Netflix because I don't pay a cable bill. Fuck yeah! That. But uh, yeah, that's a that's a good choice to start it out of the gate. Um,
1: it's so, bizarro, but it's cool.
2: It is bizarro. Now my first one is very bizarro, and this is one that I think Aaron and I both love, but it's a it's a the original version of this song is not something we typically would go for. I'm going to play a cover of a Phil Collins tune from uh, 1984. This was a song called Easy Lover.
1: Oh, I know who you're talking about. Oh, this is awesome.
2: This is a German band called Jaded Heart. Yes. Oh,
1: man, I got this on the Ziggy. It's a great song.
2: This is one of those bands where in America you probably haven't heard of them, but uh, they've been around since, like, 94. And, uh... There was actually a great review on their new release, Fighting the System, by a writer of ours called The Lion's Heart on our website. Go to right on. decibelgeek.com and let's and check that out. Um, but uh, this is a cover of Phil Collins' song from the Chinese Wall album. This is Jaded Heart with Easy Lover.
1: You know, your band has got to kick a lot of ass to cover Phil Collins and sound that good.
2: Yeah, it's it's a I mean, definite it improvement.
1: Totally rocks that song out, man. I never even liked that song before today. It's and amazing. I'm,
2: and I've gone in and listened to uh, quite a few Jaded Heart originals, and man, I'm going to have to add some of their stuff to my collection. Yeah? They're, well, they're a very good band.
1: You know what to do. Go through the link on the website through Amazon. Go pick it all up. Absolutely. Here's one. It's pretty much brand new. It just came out this past April, and I'm talking about the uh, EP called Called Meanwhile in Burbank By none other than Stone Sower uh, it's a, Basically it's a tribute to the bands That inspired them Covers include We Die Young by Alice in Chains Creeping Death by Metallica Heading Out to the Highway by Priest Awesome cover of Children of the Grave By Sabbath And here's a band you may have heard of <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you listen to the Decibel Geek Podcast Because we know them We love them talking about the one and only kiss yeah. it kind of this is pretty cool it's different but i think you're gonna like it a lot They appreciate it that you know that they appreciate the band that we all love so much so from that brand new ep meanwhile in burbank here's stone sower with love gun
2: taylor channeling his inner paul stanley with love yeah God.
1: i wonder what slipknot fans think of that you know it's who cares Corey taylor he's you know but it's a cool homage to you know the yeah. hottest band in the world
2: and I've, I've Corey taylor is one of the we have to i'm going to try to get him on the show because he's got to be one of the best interviews of oh i everyone. bet and he's a he has a true appreciation for classic rock and metal so yeah as you mentioned before we played the song there he you know he came up on a lot of the same stuff we did and uh he he pays a, a good homage to Kiss on that tune. And Love Gun, whether you're a Kiss fan or not, it's just a damn good rock and roll song.
1: Hell yeah. And even if you look at Slipknot, you can't look at a band like that and tell me that Kiss didn't influence them oh, at completely. least a little bit. They
2: had to have. <laughs> Yeah, that goes without saying, for sure. So uh, for my next pick, this is a newer band, um, and I've played them once before. I played one of their original songs called Whore, and they're a band that's really kind of tearing it up these days. That's this, a great
1: song. I remember that.
2: This is a band called In This Moment, and... They're a, a modern metal band, and they're led by a singer named Maria Brink, and she she looks good and she sounds better. She sounds great. She has one of the sexiest voices in music today. I agree. This is a song off their second album, released in September of two thousand eight. It was a it was a bonus track that on the re-release that came out in two thousand nine. This album was on this album was called The Dream, and it it uh, debuted at number seventy two on the Billboard two hundred charts. The original version of this song was performed by a group called Blondie on their 1980 American Gigolo album. Oh, yeah. This is in this moment doing Call Me.
1: super cool i like it you ready for this yeah but- chris today i'm gonna change your life man oh boy this could be the greatest day that you've ever known i i, I can't even really do much of a lead up to this you just you gotta hear it I'm, it's gonna change your life are you ready yeah this is a band called uk punks Uh huh. check this out
2: I'm just uh, basking in the awesomeness of what I've just heard. I told you it was going to change your life. Yeah, it was two of my greatest loves put together. Exactly. That was the Ramones, and, uh, the Ramones Blitzkrieg bop with the uh-huh. lyrics for Angel of the Morning by Juice Newton. Uh-huh. All done by a band called the UK Punks. I'm now their biggest fan. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was going to change your life. That's I, awesome. I will buy that on Amazon. <laughs> I knew you would. I um, knew you would. Yeah, that's the greatest thing ever laid to tape.
1: <laughs> Seriously. Thank you. Why aren't the UK punks in the
2: rock and roll hall Absolutely. of fame yet? This is a travesty. Yeah, that that song alone should get them a nomination. Um, in all seriousness, that's a that's a good that's a well placed joke. <laughs> well done, Aaron. <laughs> it's definitely bizarro. The, the joke that will never die. Never die. All right. We'll
1: never let it die.
2: Okay, so it's my turn. Um, I'm gonna play. You guys heard this band for the first time when they were our featured artist. Uh, it's a band called Allogia. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Yeah. And um, they're a band that was formed in Serbia in 2000. Supported White Snake, ap- ap- Apocalyptica, and Sabotage, among many others.
1: Serbia rocks.
2: Yeah, and, and this band is great. I realized when I was doing my research that they've done a pretty damn good cover of a. Let's de- let's say this is de- definitely not a Decibel Geek type song that they did a cover of. Well, none of these songs that's really have Yeah, this is bizarro for sure. And uh, the original version of this song was performed by Irene Cara for a soundtrack for a movie called Flashdance in
1: 1983.
2: What? I think we know what's coming. What? This is Allogia with What a Feeling. Say what?
3: First, when
4: there's nothing but a slow. your fear seems to hide deep inside your mind. All alone I have cried, silent tears Freely. Don't approach me in a restroom while right. I'm taking a leak. <laughs> right.
0: Want to be a member of the Decibel Geek Army?
4: You slimy scumbag, get on your face and give me 25.
0: Join us on our fan page at facebook.com slash decibel geek.
1: Coming back from break so far, so good. You're coming back with the music of Crucified Barbara again. The link to their official channels are all in the show notes. Check it out, get in on that because that's some good stuff right there.
2: And also, if you're a band or you know a band that kicks ass that you want to be the featured artist, just go to just send us an email to featuredartist at decibelgeek.com and we'll get the ball rolling on
1: that. Absolutely, that's what it's all about around here. We're just trying to promote us some rock and roll. We know that it's alive and well, and we know that you love it, and we know that you love to buy things on Amazon. And the best way to buy things on Amazon is to go through our official link at deskflowgeek.com. It's fantastic. It's a beautiful thing because what you do is you buy what you would buy any other time. No different. No extra prices, no extra costs. And what you do is Amazon then takes your what you've bought and takes a small percentage of that and sends it to us. Yep. Why? Because we sent you through us. That's right. See, it's a beautiful thing. We're we're making recommendations. We're opening doors for people. We're making things happen.
2: Yeah, just uh, go to the click on that Amazon banner, and let me say, because I've had a few questions from people, If you have ad block on your browser, Uh you have to right-click on that banner and open in a new tab.
1: Nice. We're like an IT show now.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I just want you to buy shit through our link. And make it as
1: easy as possible because the people that are doing it are buying some awesome stuff.
2: Yeah, so here's a list of some of the stuff that was bought this past week on Amazon. The, a Thin Lizzie 1979 Tour men's orange T-shirt was bought.
1: Oh, nice. Vintage, huh? Yeah. I'm
2: Sweet. tempted to buy that myself. Um, for computers, uh, a bunch of stuff I still have no idea about, <laughs> but thank you so much because a lot of it cost a lot of money.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you.
2: Uh, in jewelry, three rings were bought, two of which are Celtic in nature.
1: All right. cool stuff. Some typo negative fans out there. Hair of me. the
2: dog fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I figured. <laughs> Wrong hair of the dog, damn it. Yeah, we're going to be an Irish show before the year's <laughs> over. To think. Okay. The bosses will come
1: in and be like, uh, your numbers say you're really popular with the Irish. With the Irish. You know, you're going to have to start playing the other hair of the dog. Well, we no. Do,
2: we do drink a lot. So yeah, maybe. that's true. Okay, so um, here's the most important part. The music that was bought this past
1: year. Yeah, week. some good stuff.
2: All right, we got Fastway, their self-titled record. Hell yeah. Rainbow, Long Live Rock and Roll. Mo- yes. Motorhead, Ace of Spades. Oh, man, nice. Dangerous Toy, self-titled. Black Eyed Susan, Electric Rattlebone.
1: Oh yeah, the dude from uh, Britney Fox, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah.
2: Dean David Davidson. That's right. Kiss, the Hotter Than Hell album remastered. Nice. Two Danko Jones albums, I'm on Alive and On Fire and Sleep as the Enemy Were Purchased. Man, we've got some cool. Danko Jones fans out yeah, there. Yeah, man. I like you, too. Uh, D.O. Lock Up the Wolves. That's I a good album. I love that. Crocus, a limited edition vinyl set that had five albums in it. Oh, some, some, sweet. Somebody really digs Crocus. Yeah, no kidding. That's awesome. Mark Slaughter, Reflections in a Rearview Mirror. Good deal. I like that. I can now say Mark Slaughter, good friend of the show. Yeah. Uh, we love that guy. MSG, Save Yourself. Sweet. The Trick or Treat original motion picture soundtrack was we're, bought.
1: We're going to do an Albums Unleashed on that yeah. sucker, I'm telling I've you. I've had at least three Someday. people
2: email me going, you guys better do that.
1: It's going to happen.
2: Roxy Blue, Want Some, was purchased. Nice. And Tora Tora's Wild America.
1: See, what I love about that is, you know, these albums, a, a good percentage of those that are being bought on Amazon stuff we've is stuff about. that we've talked about yeah. here on the show, and that warms my heart. That makes me feel so good about what we're doing here. It makes me feel good about you, makes me feel good about me, and it makes me feel really good about the people listening to the show yeah and you know while you're going to amazon we've been telling you the last few weeks about our good friend daryl albers and he's got it going on over there at hk collectibles inc they've got some amazing stuff i want to tell you about some more things that he's got going on this week one of the cool things they got going on is a 1978 don russ series two unopened graded wax pack the
2: kiss cards
1: yeah the yeah. kiss cards man how cool is that yeah. i love those cards
2: to get them unopened is pretty cool
1: that is pretty cool i I mean, how hard would it be not to open them?
2: Yeah, because I'd want to open. Them. I'd want the bubble gum at least. <laughs> Can you imagine 30 plus 35 year old bubble gum? Ugh.
1: I can see my feelings now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Dear sir, you are too much of a kiss fan. <laughs>
1: just break off a piece and put it on your tongue. Yeah. Uh, he's also got a Beatles hard days night employee full movie ticket from 1964. Yeah. That's crazy.
2: Those are hard to find. I would. Imagine. Yeah. No kidding. How
1: many of those are left out in the world? He's got one. HK Collectibles Inc's got all kinds of stuff and the most interesting thing I found this week was the 1976 Welcome Back Cotter Unopened Wax Pack. I didn't even know they made those I didn't things. Either. There were trading cards made for Welcome Back Connor. Welcome Back Cotter. How crazy is that? You know, all that, he's got thousands of things. Go check it out, HK Collectibles, Inc. And if you want to make it easy on yourself, well, you're going to DecibelGeek.com anyway to check out all the awesome articles and all the robot or the uh, robo flexing and crowbotting and all the <laughs> trends that are going on at DecibelGeek.com. We made it easy for you. We got a link right there to take you right to HK Collectibles, Inc. Yep. And you're right in the store. And perusing the rock and roll and he's got amazing stuff in there
2: excellent stuff
1: all right that's all fine and good and awesome and we love every every part about it but i think it's time to get back to the rock and roll and speaking of rock and roll just recently a new album came out that's really freaking good have you heard the new bullet boys album yeah, elefante I mean, what do you what do you think of it I,
2: for the most part i like
1: it for the most part i really like it too yeah. i think it's pretty damn good Baco put out an article and at decibelgeek.com. You know, we got all kinds of awesome writers over there we putting do. out all kinds of awesome stuff. We got Rich out there hitting every festival that Metalheads could possibly want to know about. And he's sending back the video to prove it, and yep. he's documenting everything, and you can keep up with all that at decibelgeek.com, along with all kinds of awesome reviews and everything else. And and Bullet Boys got a damn good review from Baco.
2: Well, the funny thing is is that it, in the early part of the review, it doesn't it sounds a bit negative. Right. And he messaged me that uh, Mark Torian actually took it personal at first and was pissed off at him until he kept until reading he kept reading and, and and he got kind of got a, a half-hearted bit of an apology out of it but he was like oh the, so he read half of it yeah blasted Baco,
1: and then went back and read the rest of it and said actually that was pretty nice yeah i
2: think that's how it worked but yeah, yeah because Baco
1: started out as he wasn't he didn't expect much out of this album but by the time he listened through it and got through the tracks he yeah. was he was totally won over
2: and i will admit i will say mark torian gets a lot of shit from a lot of people and he does say big grandiose things in interviews but uh i met the guy years ago at a uh, naked beggar show and he was the opening act and he couldn't have been nicer yeah he was a, a i don't know how he is with interviews or with bandmates but that's not my issue As far as with the fans, and I was just a Bullet Boys fan, he was super nice to me, talked to me for about five minutes, took a picture of my business card. Right on. Great guy. Cool, man. So I have nothing bad to say about Mark Torrey.
1: Yeah, and if he comes out with kick ass albums like this, you know, there ain't nothing to complain about. But if I did have one small complaint about this album, the choice of the cover song. It's always the choice of the cover song, you know. I mean, if you're talking about Bizarro, it doesn't get much more bizarre than Elton John, you know. (laughs) And if it's a a hard rock band covering it, you know, you you really got to rock it out. Mm -hmm. And the Bullet Boys did a cover of The Bitch's Back. And it's, you know, as far as Elton John goes, that's about one of the heaviest songs I think he's ever done. And it's a good, good song for a hard rock band to cover, except... You know, if you're going to do a cover, do a little research and say, oh, you know, Vince Neal just did a cover of this on his Tattoos and Tequila album a couple of years ago, and he freaking killed it. Why? Because as we said before, on all the Bizarro covers we've done, Vince Neal is a cover master.
2: He's great at them.
1: No doubt about it. So here's the real deal. This this is how it should have been done. The rest of Elefante, freaking awesome. The bitch's back cover, eh. But when Vince Neal does it, it's awesome. But don't take my word for it, because right here on the Decimal Geek Podcast, Bizarro covers, it's the one and only Vince Neal with The Bitch is back. what i'm talking about that's how it's done
2: who's a bigger bitch vince neal or mark torian i don't know
1: the song was written about bernie taupin's wife i know is what i've read but
2: that translates to we want to interview both of those yeah
1: why don't yeah yeah, no neither one of those guys they're both so both awesome
2: no bridge burnt today (laughs) but then yeah that vince neal tattoos and tequila album is a really underrated album
1: oh man there's so many great covers on there uh long long tall woman in a black dress Mm -hmm. that's how he does it.
2: Just, oh, man. Is that, that the song one he is... does the cover of Cold Ethel on?
1: No, that's that's something that's else. One. That's one of those compilations, I think. But he does gotcha. a great cover of that, too. He does. I think McMars plays with him on that one.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to play Super cool. Vince Neil. Everyone knows that name. But nobody, I, I'd, be, I'd venture to guess the, the majority of our listeners have never heard of the band Squealer. I've never heard of Squealer. And I hadn't until I started researching and just looking up weird covers on YouTube. Yeah. This is a band that was formed in Germany. And uh, they signed to AFM Records, and that's pretty much all I could figure out because everything else is in German. <laughs> so
1: I'm telling you, you got to learn and find that translate. Well, I button. did,
2: but and like all I could find was they put out an album called "Made for Eternity" in 2000. The original song that they're doing a cover of was originally performed by Depeche Mode for their "Some Great Reward" album in 1984. Uh-oh! So this is a history-making uh, thing here, folks. Depeche Mode is going to be on the Despicable Geek Podcast. Not technically. Sort of. Yeah, not really. If anyone... Squealer, I'll give my hats off to them because they made this song sound cool and that's a challenge. This is Squealer performing People Are People.
1: cool if anybody any of our friends out there who speak english know anything about squealer let yeah. us know yeah let me
2: know because i have very little i can find on. That.
1: Well, that's pretty cool i kind of like that kind of sounds typo negative ish you know sort of
2: they would have been a good oh they would have been a to cover oh, that song they'd have done a there's killer another, version that's another of that. band that did a lot of great cover songs yeah that's true very All true right. so uh you've got another one here
1: oh yeah i got time for one more and then you got one more yep there's a there's a website called AV Club. Have you ever checked that out?
2: Yeah, I'm very familiar.
1: Yeah, they do a bunch of stuff on there, and it's uh, what I came across was was Guar was on there, you know, and that's what brought me into it. And what I've found since is they do this thing called AV Club Underground, and what they do is they invite a bunch of different artists to come in and just pick random songs to have to cover, right. Kind of most of the bands, you know, are pretty hipster bands that, yeah. you know, I've listened to some of them and it's just like, well, this is, you know, farmers yeah. with their but, guitars. But guar has been on there three times, right. so that's good enough for me.
2: There's a catch with that order, though. Okay. when Anytime a band covers that song, it's marked off the list. Right. So... If you're down near the end of the list and everything's been marked off, you're stuck with what's there. Whatever's
1: there. But the cool thing about it is Gwar's been on there three times, twice when Odorous Urungus was still alive, and they covered Carry On My Wayward Son by Kansas. Yeah, (laughs) and they also do Get Into My Car by Billy Ocean.
2: I haven't heard that one. Oh,
1: it's crazy. It's crazy. (laughs) But on January 15th of this year, Guar returned for a third time with the new members Blothar. Most people know him as Michael Bishop, former bass player Beefcake the Mighty and volvatron right. everybody was so excited about volvatron and uh they came in for a twofer a double shot a double bizarro cover when they covered west end girls by the pet shop boys <laughs> And People Who Died by Jim Carroll. That's a great song. So and this is really cool because it's live and it's exclusive at avclub.com and it's their undercover series. It's it's definitely worth checking out, if nothing else, just for the guar. Yeah. But here's the well kind of current version of guar out there right now, covering West End Girls slash People Who Died. <laughs>
4: you're better off dead there's a gun in your hand, and it's pointing at your head you think you're mad you're too unstable kicking in chairs and knocking down tables in a restaurant western town call the police there's a madman around going down underground to a dive bar in a western town Shadows, whispering voices, faces on posters, too many choices, if, when, why, what, how much have you got? If you got it, do you get it? So how often? What do you choose the hardest of the- I'm a Death Piggy Dive every shot by a lunatic You're my brother.
2: huge fan of av club because it's very hipsterish very as you hipster, mentioned. yeah but it's really funny to see guar play some of these
1: songs. oh man it's great and there's such great sports about it to go in there and do that yeah. and you know that cover right there is really awesome and i like the tribute they did to the their fallen brothers in the band you yeah. know and uh there's volatron she's not even in the band anymore yeah, I think she's you know? out, she's out she? and they said you know just because she they're, they're going the kiss route with this just because uh Kim Dyla is gone doesn't mean we haven't seen the last of Volvatron
2: oh boy just put somebody else so in her makeup f- right finding who served them coffee before and put them in. <laughs> <laughs> just joking people I would have taken the job too
1: oh totally so I you I want to be Volvatron oh. AV Club yeah very hipster but Guar three times that that brings up their cool level quite a bit it, so definitely fact, check that out
2: the fact that they can take on these songs and tackle them and still make them kick ass oh yeah that's a testament to how good Guar
1: is and I want people to know that Guar's Still out there, you know, yeah. and and just because odorous your youngest died, and that broke all our hearts, and we're all sad, and Guar will truly, truly never be the same. They're still out there kicking ass, and they still deserve our support. If they're coming through your town, go see them. I guarantee you'll have a good time.
2: Oh, it's an experience live for sure. Oh yeah, don't wear anything you want to keep. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> okay, so I guess I'm playing out the show. Um, this has been fun. This is the sixth time yeah. we've done this Bizarro covers thing. And there's always plenty of stuff to choose from because people get a wild hair up their ass and play stuff. You know, I, those of you that know me know I'm a big Volbeat fan. Love the band. have always have loved them for a few years now, actually. Um, and one thing they're known for is doing really good cover songs. I I did a really I played a really cool Johnny Cash cover of Sad Man's Tongue that they did. Yeah. Uh, about a year ago, um, they also do another great cover of uh, "I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry," which I may save that for another Bizarro cover. That would
1: definitely fit.
2: This one is a little bit even cooler because it's them covering a female artist from the 60s, and that's a that's a stretch.
1: It's a trip, man. If
2: you don't know Volby, they were formed in Copenhagen, Denmark in 2001. The members of the band at this time are Michael Paulson, Anders Kajalum. <laughs> Come on, Zach, can't you a, pronounce it? That's an exact pronunciation. Um, John Larson and Rob Caggiano, who a lot of you will know from Anthrax. Yeah. Um, The original version of this song was performed by Dusty Springfield for her 1964 album called A Girl Called Dusty.
1: This is totally a bizarro cover.
2: Totally. This is Volbeat kicking ass with I Only Want to Be With You, and we'll see you next week.